you are experiencing HR After Dark, solving the people problems that keep you up at night. We exist to make the people part of business easier for leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners of all kinds. And thank you for tuning in to HR After Dark. I'm your host, Jada Willis, CEO of Willis HR. We have a fantastic guest, may I say so myself, my personal friend, and I really consider him the extreme cleaning expert in his field. We have owner Mike Young of Palmetto Commercial Services. Thank you for being on our show, Mike. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. And so, like I said, we go way back, but he is someone that I absolutely respect. And he's just not just another cleaning guy. Absolutely not. Like, I really want to dive into all the work that they do. And I do think it's really cool, right? Like they do the business community, commercial buildings, hoarding. I even see a meth lab certification. I mean, it's really interesting work that you do, but I'm probably a little bit more interested in highlighting who you are as a professional because I've watched you just grow as a leader and grow your business in the midst of COVID and you're constantly being innovative and you're innovative while also helping the community. And so, I don't know, I guess I want to hear from you. Like, what's your secret sauce? It's, I think one of the biggest reasons that I am the way that I am is I started networking many, many, many years ago. And a lot of the people that I worked around It took me years to understand this. They were pillars of the community. They ran very successful businesses. They were very entrepreneurial minded. They were, they were just, they were givers. And you would ask them questions and they would, you know, schedule time to sit down and really kind of go over the details with it. And I watched two very influential members in in their, um, in their field, leave large companies to go start smaller companies or start working with smaller companies to be able to offer more services to the customers that they already had. They, they weren't able to provide the goods and services that many of the customers needed. So the only way that they saw to do it was to leave the big guys, go to the smaller ones so that they could fill those needs. And it, it was difficult for me to wrap my mind around, why would you leave a big company to go to a small one until you understand behind the scenes that this is just their call. It's the way that they were were wired. And being around people that did that, it was just a natural for me to be influenced heavily by by their lead. Wow. That's I, I think that's absolutely true in the sense of, you know, it's going also back to who you're surrounding yourself with. And you were very intentional about even seeking out business business development, sure, but you actually came away with much more. And those are mentors and, you know, leaders in the community. And one thing that you, you have is just a high level of discernment. You have to have that as an entrepreneur because it's about taking risks. But sure. I guess, how do you stay? You shared something with me about, you know, additional certifications and how you kind of stay ahead of the curve. And so, yeah, I want to hear about that. So years ago, this is, and, and a lot of people kind of know this story, but years ago, we were cleaning an office building and a, and a, and a lady passed away in the office building. And I knew the, the owners very well. And they said, Mike, can you guys clean this up? And it, I, I wasn't scared. I just had no clue where to start. Mm-hmm. I realized how have I been in a cleaning industry for at that time, 16, 17 years. Right. And I've never been exposed to that before. You know, you, you don't think about it. It's, what happens when somebody passes away? What are the what are the risks? What exactly? What chemicals do you use? What's the 
there's so many questions that you have that you can't really do that unless you get a higher level of education. And it's not getting on the internet and Googling how to do this. It's really, truly understanding. It's not just the scene, but it's also everybody that's around it. You know, every action you take, every everything that you say could potentially affect the situation and how you're working it. And it required such a level of education that I did not have. Mm -hmm. And at that point, once that happened, I said, I've got to go after this. This is this is something that that I'm kind of compelled to do. This is and even if I never offered as a service, I want to learn this because in and there's a science behind it. Mm-hmm. And I in in school I was not very good at science. I avoided taking it. And then I get in the real world and I'm like, I really love this. So <laughs> it just became how do I get better at what I do mm-hmm. without having a footpath in front of me? You know, where do you what's the next step? How do you do it? So it it just became a kind of a lifelong process and you get one certification and then you realize, oh, wow, now this is out here and now this and now this. And, you know, you, you want to take them all at the same time, but at the same time, you know, you, you realize there's a time and a place. And um, so that's kind of been the past 10 years for me is nonstop educational type courses. This is absolutely true. Lifelong learning and really as an entrepreneur, there's just no other way. That's how you have to continue on that journey. And for those that are even just starting out in their entrepreneurial pursuits, I mean, that's not something, you know, if you really want to be the best in your field or you want to offer the best service, that's how you have to continue to engage yourself, reinvent yourself is through lifelong learning, like just like you described. And so, and you even take this a step further though, not just for you and your own benefit, I'm sure it's also for your team. But one thing that you shared in one of our conversations is that you actually use this new knowledge on how to even help other existing businesses or Mm -hmm. like businesses and help maybe a client is reaching out because I'm sure you get people reaching out about all kinds of things. But if you don't have the answer, you actually have, you know, of people in the community, you're a connector. Sure. We had, so when COVID started, people were, were freaked out, especially in the cleaning community, because oh, yeah. here's these lockdowns. We've never seen this before. And, you know, what do you, what chemicals kill COVID and, and how do you read the bottle of a, a, the back of a bottle of a disinfectant and how long do you apply it for? And then you start seeing all these gadgets coming out and these, you know, these people that did popped on Facebook and took a five minute course and printed out a certificate like how does it actually work? Right. Well, ironically, in 2014, I took a four-day course in Piedmont, South Carolina, called Environmental Disinfection. And wow. they go through A to Z, what is a virus? What is a bacteria? What is mold? What is this? What is this? And they describe what it is, how it exists, why it works, how you deactivate it, how you kill it, how to pick disinfectants. And the, where COVID came in was, the EPA hadn't approved any chemicals that kill COVID. They hadn't uh, used any of them in the labs yet. Wow. So here's a an emerging threat that there's nothing that's been proven to kill it. So how do you pick something that you know will work? Mm-hmm. Well, then from a biological level, COVID is a uh, envelope virus as opposed to the, uh, the flu where it's non-envelope. So what you do is you use chemicals that have already been proven effective on envelope viruses or non-envelope viruses, mm-hmm. and you double the dwell time. Um, and so that's the the quick 
everything behind it, but I watched so many people that were solid cleaning business owners that were lost. They wanted to be in, in part of it. They wanted to be able to keep their, their, their team safe. They wanted to keep their customers safe. They just had no clue how to do it. So I started meeting with some of the companies that I knew and that I respected. I knew there was no chance that we were going to be able to do all of it. And we didn't yeah. want to. We really didn't want to get involved in doing any of it. But there weren't a whole lot of service providers offering that at the very beginning of this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we kind of went over the safety procedures and how to make the decisions because keep in mind the supply chain at that point is out of most of the stuff. You know, I mean, it's different if you can go in and buy this and purchase this and this. When the supply chain's out, what do you do? So, you know, (laughs) it's tough and you don't want to compromise the proper equipment for stuff that doesn't work as well. But in some situations, you have to make the decision, is it better for my customer that we use this and we disclose that? Or do we just wait it out until we get all the right stuff? And in the cleaning community, it's it's strange because you're always going to be bidding against jobs where there's somebody that's better than you, somebody that's been in the field longer, somebody that's more social, somebody that's got better sales skills. Mm. You run into these guys. They are, it's just part of the community. So to be in a position where you can kind of educate your competitors seems strange. But it also seemed like the right thing to do. And we knew going into this, companies, not all companies were going to come out of it mm-hmm. in our industry. Exactly. And you could look at it as an opportunity to grow, or you can look at it as an opportunity for longer term growth. These guys have busted their butts to get where they're at. Now they find themselves in a position where, what do you do? Who do you trust? Should I trust that guy because he's a competitor? We just took a different approach. I think, man, if that was your tagline in life, we just took a different approach. I really yeah. do think you are a different guy and it makes all the difference. You have such a good heart and you have such good intentions. And so I really want to, I want to lean on you for what's the advice that you would give to the entrepreneurs and business owners that are listening to this podcast and saying, I mean, I hope they're taking away so many things, so many lessons that you would just read on all these books. You are living it real life. You are innovative. You're a lifelong learner. You genuinely believe in extending a hand and and helping those around you. So what advice would you give to those business owners and entrepreneurs that are listening right now? It's if if you want to start a business or if you're if you're brand new, go talk to other people that have opened businesses. Didn't even have to be your field. Most entrepreneurs love talking to other entrepreneurs, whether they're 40 years in their business, if they're just startup, they love talking business and they love talking strategy. And every business is different. Every strategy is different. Every marketing approach is different. But sit down and talk to them. And it doesn't have to be about how to benefit your company. It needs to be more about the broader ideas. What mistakes did you make that I can probably not make? Because ultimately, when it comes back to it, when you really start reflecting, I could have made better decisions in my business along the way. And if I'm looking at, you know, the next person over here that's starting out, they need to be able to experience loss. They need to be able to experience, you know, Mm -hmm. pain, but they don't have to go through the exact same steps that I went through. So a lot of it is just trying to avoid any major missteps there. Mm -hmm. Your humility is refreshing, and I appreciate that. I've never regretted whenever I've shown vulnerability, and I like to say that my competitors are my collaborators. 
Right. Um, you know, it doesn't mean that we welcome everyone in to your tribe, but you can be mindful. But at the same point in time, we start and we operate with good intent, and that's why we are so aligned, Mike and I. And so when looking ahead to the rest of 2022, what kinds of services are you, your, is your company focused on? So we have, I hired a business coach and it's been phenomenal. I, like a lot of CEOs probably have ADD, ADHD, and it's mm-hmm. easy for a new idea to come into the mix exactly. and say, hey, I want to dedicate everything and go in here. It's not a bad approach, but there needs to be longer term steps put in place. It can't be, I'm going to go over here for two months and focus all my energy here and then come back. So. When I sat down and really looked at who we are as a company and what we provide, I've mentioned the educational type stuff and the continuing education. There's certifications out there that some of the facilities in South Carolina, none of the facilities in South Carolina have. And so we've been early discussions with one particular one that wants to go after a major certification. And we're in a prime position to be able to help. It's not saying that other companies wouldn't be able to. But I've taken many of the courses that they're going to need along the way and understand the bigger market. It's being able to get a training program in place, but get the right people in place as well. Exactly. And so I think we're going to really push that as a way. We've, I don't know if you've seen some of our social media, we've been in some pretty big positions that prior to COVID, you know, COVID may have opened these doors for us, but oh we're really kind of getting there. And I want to keep the strengths of the company without having too much growth. But at the same time, mm-hmm. if our core asset is certifications and education and helping other companies get to where they need to go, really need to pursue that. Because I really haven't seen any other one, any other cleaning companies in those positions to be able to go through and help mm-hmm. the way that we could be able to if we really focus there. So that's what we've kind of got going on behind the scenes. And um, it could open huge doors. It could mm-hmm. just be a, a, you know, a learning decision that you know, maybe that <laughs> wasn't like that. maybe there's a reason nobody else is doing this, but <laughs> it, hey, it feels right. I went through plenty of those myself, learning decisions. I like sure. it. I'm going to, I'm going to borrow that term now, <laughs> so, but you're absolutely right. And that's, I mean, you're willing to take that risk and, and identify those resources. I love that you have a business coach. I adore my business coach as well. I mean, Listen, we're visionaries. You have to have someone that can harness all that power and energy and help us focus. So I completely agree. But I think you're going to continue your path forward. It's going to make a larger impact because now you're able to share your knowledge, your energy and passion with even other cleaning companies. That will cascade to be able to, to help more businesses, individuals, all that. So, but don't worry. I've seen all that you're in. You are famous. Listen. <laughs> To all our listeners out there, this guy's been on TV. He's, I think, every like major sporting arena in the area. You, um, yeah, they that was a lot of fun. You. Yeah. That, that was a whole lot of fun. We were hoping that was going to be in 2021 and and, and right. forward. They had different protocols, but we were fortunate enough to really we worked what three bowl games and then three regular season games. But right. I think what a lot of people don't understand is because of part of the biohazard community that I was a part of, my trainer, who, and, and I don't know if I told you this, trained me for five days in New Jersey for free, what? said, how am I ever going to be able to pay this guy back? He ended up getting a very large contract because of the work that we were doing because we were too small to do it. He had the right network. 
it was beautiful. Oh, it was I love when that happens. So that was that was a whole lot of fun, and you just you don't know. You're looking for opportunities, and you are you really are the ultimate connector. That's awesome. Well, I mean, had he not offered that free training, and this exactly. is a certification that I really wanted, I didn't need it. I'd already had tons, but that was the, you know, when you're very focused on your, your education, you want to get the top level. And he was one of the teachers for that top level education. And it was amazing to kind of watch it all fall in place. And we probably talk every couple of weeks still. So Good. That's awesome. Well, it's honestly been a pleasure, you know, highlighting you for our, our podcast listeners. This is an international podcast. My goal for you is that kind of the same thing occurs that we're able to connect you with that next door opening. I truly believe in you. I believe in the team. I know you focus a great deal on hiring and education, but I believe, and I I personally back and Willis HR supports Palmetto Commercial Services. You've actually helped several of our clients in need. They've had to shut down due to uh, COVID exposures. I've been able to tag Mike in and I know he's going to be a great resource to anyone that reaches out. So Mike, what's the best way to reach out to you? Generally, we've got a lot of information on our website, www.palmettocommercialservices.com. And you can click on the blog page. If you like science, there's a lot A lot of the newer stuff that we've done has a very big science base in there. Um, there's some articles that are written that aren't really, <laughs> I'm still trying to learn the, the, the how blogs work and that type of stuff. But that's probably the best way. Just reach out to our website, take a look. If there's things on there, because we're phasing out some of the stuff that that uh, that we've done for years, uh, trying right. to get a more direct path to where we're going. But I mean, if anybody's watching this and they mm-hmm. they hear that there's a way to clean for mm-hmm. bed bugs, it doesn't kill them or anything, but it's working with pest control companies, reach out. I'll walk you through the whole process. I mean, one of the reasons we were on the travel channel mm-hmm. was there was hoarding and a heavily infested bed bug hotel in Myrtle Beach in the middle of the summer. Wow. And they, <laughs> the producer said, well, you know, this is what we got. And said, yeah, we'll take care of it. And of course, we go down there and we, we have a blast doing it. But it's teaching that side of it because it's going to be very difficult finding courses that teach you to go in and clean homes that have bed bugs or work hand in hand with pest control companies. Mm-hmm. So if there's anything like that people, people see and they say, you know what, that may be a service I want to offer. Just give me a call. I don't mind help. Mike, never change. Never change who you are. And even though you're famous, you still grace us with your time and your energy and expertise. And I'm a part of your fan club. So thank you so much for being a part of HR After Dark. Your information is going to be shared below in all of the description comments. I want to make sure that we continue to, to highlight those leaders that are really doing great things in the community. I wish you much success in 2022. It's going to be a killer year for both of us, okay? Thank you. I appreciate the the opportunity to be here. All right. And I'm going to leave all our listeners with this. Uh, please do something kind for yourself today and do one kind thing for someone else.